Let us pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, thank you for leading us into a new week of experiencing your presence and guidance in our life. Breathe your words freshly into our hearts and minds this Monday morning, so that from the first day to the last day of the week, we will walk with you faithfully in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Shepherd. Amen. Let's continue to read 2 Corinthians chapter 11, 7 to 11. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, 7 to 11. This, short, this is a very short passage, but it is uh, probably one of the most uh, uh, emotional and personal uh, sections of Paul's letter, and you'll know why. So verse 11, uh, uh, chapter 11, verse 7. Was it sin for me to lower myself in order to elevate you by preaching the gospel of God to you free of charge? I robbed other church by receiving support from them so as to serve you. And when I was with you and needed something, I was not burdened to anyone. For the brothers who came from Macedonia supplied what I needed. I have kept myself from being a burden to you in any way and will continue to do so. As surely as the truth of Christ is in me, nobody in the regions of Achaia will stop this boasting of me. Why? Because I do not love you? God knows I do. The topic of today's passage is a money and pastor. Yes, it's a money and pastor. This topic hits me close to home. Uh, by the way, I'm very grateful and content with uh, my pastoral compensation at Forest. Now, when it comes to pastoral compensation, no one comes close to Paul. He had a best integrity dealing with the money. Definitely, Apostle Paul is my role model in pastoral financial conduct. Let me briefly tell you about Paul's overall financial philosophy. First, Paul was trained as a Jewish rabbi, and Jewish rabbi at the time learned a trade to make a living because until a rabbi became famous and attracted many disciples, he had to fend for himself. In Paul's case, he grew up in Tarsus, which was known for leather or skin industry. People said, said it actually is this, the capital of all leather business. Paul became a tent maker or tent repairer, and thus a term was born for bivocational pastor or missionary, tent maker. One of the reasons that I found uh, you know, Han Chung uh, very special is that he gave a typical missionary model of uh, receiving financial help from U.S. supporters when he found out the uh, this. Muslims in northern Iraq, they didn't understand what missionary was and how they received the fund. He gave up the easy support and started his own computer programming business to reach out to Muslims. And Han has been a tent maker since then. And that's, you know, the first tent maker was a Paul, literally. Second, the usual Paul's missionary method was following. When he uh, went to a new city, he worked for his living. 
Uh, if you look at uh, Acts chapter 8, 18, verse 3, and you will, you will see all that. So that he could maintain his independence and also be under no obligation to those who are who are just starting as a Christian. So he doesn't want to give people an impression that you know, they have to support him or now that they follow Christ, they have to pay the price. And there, there was another reason that Paul worked uh, free for the gospel. He did not wish to be classified or categorized with the many traveling philosophers and the teachers who accepted the money for their instruction and sometimes actually exacted quite high fees. By the way, do you remember my talk about uh, Socrates, why Socrates' wife was mad at him? It's because he didn't charge money. So today in the verse 7, today's the text of verse 7, when Paul said, preaching the gospel uh, of God free of a charge confirms this practice of Paul. Now, amazingly and somewhat surprisingly, Paul's best effort in pastoral and missionary financial conduct got him in trouble with the Corinthians from the beginning for a long time. And today's text is an extension of that. So let me explain this. First, some Corinthians thought that Paul worked free as a pastor because his apostleship was not as good as others' apostleship. That's what 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 1 to 4, 5 said. Paul said, Am I not free? Am I not an apostle? Have I not seen Jesus our Lord? Are you not the result of my work in the Lord? Even though I may not be an apostle to others, surely I am to you. For you are the seal of my apostleship in the Lord. This is my defense to those who sit in judgment on me. Don't we have a right to food and drink? And don't we have a right to take a believing wife along with us? So do the other apostles and the Lord's brothers and Cephas. Or is it only I and Barnabas who lack the right to, right to not to work for living? From this, we see an intimate picture of the first century Christian church and the life of apostles of Jesus. Some Christians, uh, some Corinthians, were comparing Paul to Peter, Cephas, and thought Paul was an inferior apostle, and that's why he didn't ask for pastoral compensation, whereas everyone else received. From here, you know, I just feel, wow, you know, they took his sincere, pure dedication in a most wrong direction. And second, when Paul received the gift of a financial support from the Macedonian churches, such as the Philippian churches and the Thessalonian church, some Corinthians complained Paul did not love them as much as he did the Macedonian. That's why Paul was clarifying verse 11. Why? Because I do not love you? God knows I do. All this got Paul into a predicament that we call, he would be damned if he does, he would be damned if he doesn't. Today's text reveals the extent of Paul's pastoral struggle 
with some of the Corinthians who are constantly judging him wrong. And the most amazing and inspiring factor of Paul and his life was that he never gave up on them. He tried to explain and clarify himself and his situation over and over again. And truly, Paul lived out his declaration of love in 1 Corinthians 13. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love always protects and always trusts, always hopes and always preserves. This is God's daily breath for us today. Let us love patiently and kindly with hope and resilience today for everyone, even some people who misunderstand us and misread us and misjudge our motives. Just like Jesus loved us and Paul followed the example, let us love others with kindness and let us kill them with our persistent kindness in Christ. Amen? Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, thank you for your words this morning. This short section of Paul revealed to us that sometimes in life we meet people like Corinthians or we become like Paul in Corinthian church. There is nothing we can do right way, right one way or another, but we are so grateful that you know our heart and you see our heart more than anything else. All our ways are known to you, and as long as our ways are known to you, Lord, we will conduct, we will continue to conduct ourselves faithfully and fiercely for your free love, love free of any charge for sinners. Lead us today, especially in a muddy and confusing relationship. Help us honor you and your gospel. In your precious name, we all pray. Amen.